Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, the party chased after Larchwood only to witness him escape again. But a young girl thirsting for revenge led them to a secret entrance into the mountain stronghold. The dwarven-built fortress held dangers for our heroes, including a nest of vicious kobolds. What will the group encounter next? Find out now. Everybody, episode uh, three, right? Yes. Yeah. Unless I forgot how to count, which is possible. It's been a long couple of weeks. It actually has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're ready to get started here. Um, one thing I should point out: uh, a very astute listener discovered that uh, we made a little error in the last session. Uh, Aleron. Uh, I think was at zero hit points and he was somehow able to use a potion to bring himself back. Which should not be in 5e rules. Yeah, not a 5e rule. So in 5e, when you get to zero, you're unconscious. Um, Pathfinder, which is uh, the game that we're all coming from and some of us are a lot more familiar with, uh, you get the disabled condition where you could take a potion. Is that correct? Yep. Staggered. Yeah. Staggered. Is it staggered? Okay. So you're staggered. Something happens, but you're still able to get a potion and save yourself. Not the case in 5e. So Alan's we... Dead. Someone Alan's else dead. Can, <laughs> someone else can actually give you the potion. Yeah, could, could give you the potion. I think the battle was pretty well under control mm-hmm. uh, when that happened. Is that... Accurate? I'm not sure. I don't think it would have It was always under control. Well, yeah, it was always under control. (laughs) So I don't think there's anything to worry about there, but um, just thought I would acknowledge that that was a problem, and we'll do our best to correct those things as we go forward. Uh, We'll probably have a few little Pathfinder rules slip in there now and then. And Well, um, what's a D&D game without people arguing over rules anyway? Right, right. you got to do a little bit of that. Ten minutes of rule. <laughs> so, but we acknowledged that was a uh, our flub. Um, shouldn't have happened, and we'll try to do better and stick to five E as we go forward. But uh, expect more of those mistakes in the future, and you'll have fun picking them out for us. Um, so are we all ready to go? Let's yes. do it. Yep. Awesome. So last time you were at, uh, you just climbed these stairs in this. Uh, what appears to be a dwarven-made kind of uh, fortress at the base of this mountain. Um, so you climb these stairs, and they go on forever. I mean, your calves are killing you, you by now. You said like 10,000 feet? Uh, the mountain is 10,000 feet, <laughs> yeah. The stairs hopefully don't, yeah, well, not this set, but uh, you manage to go up, um, and it, it probably takes you about an hour before you get to this other landing. And you were at this landing and you were kind of looking at this archway and you notice over this archway, there appears to be some kind of mechanism that is holding back a whole lot of uh, rubble, like large boulders and things. Okay. I'm going to go take a look at the mechanism. Can I investigate this without really getting, touching too much or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it wouldn't, wouldn't take much. Why don't you? Roll just to oh, say that we investigation did investigation there. Yeah. Investigation. Oh well, um, this is a mechanism. It is a mechanism, and it's here to holding back these boulders. Right. So this is some kind of uh, a thing that could be triggered from inside. So if someone managed to get into the base of this uh, mountain, um, you could seal this level off from the level below. Hmm. Um, you can trigger it from within inside, and then it would cause this kind of. Uh, rockfall avalanche is a trap uh could be a trap it sounds more like a like a defensive mechanism for people who are like running from something up 
and then to keep whatever's below them below them. Mm-hmm. Is this foreshadowing? Uh, well, it might be. I don't want to give that away, right? Yeah, you're not supposed to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you, you that's that's what you uh, surmise, I guess. Fedora and the whip so the, in the corner kind of gives it away, huh? We're looking, because we're looking at this room here. Where are these boulders? Are they in the ceiling? Uh, they're basically right where you're at. Like over over the top. All right, of well, the, there's like an archway there that you can't see, and... Um, not on the map anyway. I, um, I would rather not stand underneath the boulders any mm-hmm. longer then. So I'm going to, or Thora's going to move into. This is the oh. map. What you're seeing is not not the level that you're on, actually. Oh, so, okay. Uh, mm. My well, apologies for that. That's confusing. Yeah, sorry. So you uh, you are on a, another level, um, somewhere below the level that you see on the map. Oh. But as you go through... Um, if you start to move through, you can see it's very much like the first level, um, almost identical. Uh, lots of uh, scraps of wood and other things, you know, broken you know, casks and kegs and uh, old bed frames and, you know, pieces of tattered cloth lying, you know, strewn about. Um, and uh, it, it looks like someone has kind of scavenged through everything. Um, but there's really not much to see, but it's very similar to the first level. What about the footprints? The footprints continue straight on. And have we determined if these are human size or, or like humanoid or? Definitely. Yeah. They, they appear larger, larger than your feet. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to let Ajax down to run about a bit because I'm getting tired of carrying the goat. Okay. Up these steps. I thought so. you had a goat sling. Or I something. do, but it's still, it's, you know. Baby Bjorns, as they're called. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> Bjorn. Um, I patented it myself, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're, you have time and you, you keep going through these, these levels and they appear like every hour or so you climb these stairs and you find level after level. So this is happening, and this would be a great time for you guys to kind of talk about, you know, maybe maybe some stuff, maybe have some stuff to cover. Um, but you're just climbing these levels that appear very similar. Uh, there are some minor differences on some levels. You know, there are different, you know, pieces of garbage, and and occasionally you'll find like um, what appears to be a campsite, like someone has mm. taken some of the broken up bits of wood and and camped out maybe you find some bones you know chicken bones or something um when we went in it was what time of the day when we got to the cave it was the cave of kissing it was evening yeah yeah, yeah it was dark okay i mean i imagine at some point we're going to need to take a rest yeah mm-hmm. i'm sure we're exhausted talking about climbing for yeah, hours, climbing well, for yeah. hours yeah. or yeah yeah you guys with regular legs i'm sure it's regular legs regular legs uh, the regular legged yes just, don't get down on yourself, man. <laughs> so that's how the gods not, made you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, everyone's perfect. Um, you could uh, continue going on, and I mean, you s- sort of lose track of time. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's dark, and you just keep going, and and you probably do start to feel a little bit uh, on the exhausted side. If we're exhausted, I say we probably should uh, take a break here. Is that okay with everybody? Uh, yes, I think uh, rest will be good now. Okay. Great. Well, I'm hungry. I think it's time for my midnight snack. Okay. So you uh, are you making uh, camp anywhere particular? You can just imagine that these levels are very similar to that first I'm level. Guessing if there was a camp made somewhere, that would probably be the wise place just to make camp again. Cause if you're right. If it seemed we could reuse some of what they had. Okay. So you come across a uh, small... Uh, looks like they gathered up some uh, some bits of wood and just kind of you know built something in one of the uh, uh, braziers that was that was uh, there in the room and um, you know there's some bones and some you know um, ash and stuff like that that you know looks more recent um, so you're welcome to set up camp there. Well, okay. I'll throw my pack down and start pulling out some supplies. Okay. Oh. 
So is there enough wood there? I'll go look around for some wood scraps or something to help him start his fire. And Yeah. I want to take a look a little bit closer or around us just to, just around in our section there. Just make sure everything's safe. If there's doesn't seem anything to be suspicious. Yeah. Uh, you don't find anything. doesn't appear to be any traps. Uh, it doesn't look like there's really any uh, recent activity anywhere except kind of this main uh, pathway going from, you know, door to door. Um, and so you find some scraps of wood that seem like they're ready to go up in, in a fire and you gather them up and bring them back if you want. And does it seem safe to have a fire in here? Is there any ventilation? How big is this room? Yeah, they're they're pretty large, um, and you can feel a little bit of uh, air current. And so you imagine, since there are uh, kind of uh, forges, if you remember on the first level, there was like a forge built in, so you feel like there must okay. be pretty good ventilation. Yeah, I'm going to sit down, and once he's got the fire started, grab my, my pipe and kick back a little bit, put my, my feet up. I'm going to sit back in the corner where I can see... All the entrances. Okay. Bjorn, would you like to hold the goat? Sure, if uh, if you don't mind. I... He's very soft. Oh, let me feel. oh, that's a very soft goat. <laughs> what? How so, old is he? Uh, he is just a few months old. Oh, just but, a kid. Yeah, but he's he's very small. <laughs> I think this goat's going to be popular, especially as Store, I don't recognize older. your your accent. Where did, where are you from? Oh, um, my family's farm is um, just outside the Blackworm Hills. Oh, I've never been to the Blackworm Hills. Is it beautiful up there? Ah, uh, yes, it's lovely. Very green pastures and rolling hills. Oh, sounds like a good place to live. It is. It is wonderful. Oh. It's so much fun. Me and my sisters, when they're goats, and my mom and my dad. Mama, Papa, yes. And there's still you still have your family? I, uh, yes, hmm. yes. And you? I I don't know my family. I I I don't know my family. I was uh, raised an orphan. Oh. That's okay. I have had lots of people who you know who like me, and I, I tend to get along with people. So, and I, I've I've uh, grown to learn and, and love people, but you know. It happens. You lose, and, and you love, and you lose. <laughs> oh, but uh, I'm I'm from from a, a ways away, from an old home. That's where I grew up, and then I lived in the forest for most of my life. That's where I was raised. Who who raised you? Oh, he was he was a big fella. Um, went to me. He was a dwarf. His name was Ansel. He uh, he taught me everything I need to know about uh, rangering and and all that good stuff. And uh, so here I am. In what forests? And went forests? Well, there's the only one. The, the, the Ashwood? The, the Ashwood Forest, yeah. Do you know of many other forests around Ashmore? That's why I thought it was strange. Hmm. <laughs> a dwarf and a gnome in the forests? Yeah. Well, there's all sorts of races strange there forests. with the rangers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. A lot of elves, a lot of wood elves. And I wink. And if you uh, look at the map, the the Ashwood Forest, and you know everything kind of meets up in that that corner. The the Dwarven uh, uh, city of Umberstone is uh, nearby um, in the mountains, and uh, everything kind of comes together up there. So that sounds very nice. All these people getting along, mm-hmm. all these all these different races getting along together, and yet here you are. Yeah, hmm. holding hands, singing songs. It's great. It's a great place. Sometimes traveling is the best way to get rid of the past, you know? Hmm. Well put. <laughs> Indeed. Are you making food then? I mean, if anybody had the skill, I don't oh, know. Sure. Or are we just eating like dried rations of... So I didn't pack mm, any food. Again. We left in a bit of haste. Oh, yeah, I suppose. I, I have no rations with me. All right. So you're just, uh, are you taking a long rest or short rest? I do have some rations if you would like some. 
Oh, it's not the goat, is it? No, no. Oh. It, it, in my in my pack, I I I have been tra- I was traveling to Old Hall, uh, to overlook the Overlook Inn, and uh, I for my journey I packed rations, and so I have some to share. That is very generous. Very we could use it for strengths. Then I suggest we rest here for the night. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. It, did everybody want some? I already have some of my own. Oh, I got nice. some good dried sausage. Every good halfling has some good dried sausage on them. <laughs> Thank you. I may have some of my own here. Okay. Well, awesome. I'll partake. Well, uh, so I will share with Kolshona. Okay. So is there anybody in the um, group that could possibly not have to sleep? Hmm. And I look around, kind of looking at possible, I mean... If you have cloaks on them, I'm guessing that's a little suspicious. But have I determined races? Um, I, mean, I, I don't know. The He's... way you're dressed, Thora, or would, would, I, would I see your small half-elf ears? Uh, yes, because my hair is up in the okay. uh, the braids, and yes. Well, you guys really don't need to sleep, sleep, you know? You just can the trance, but uh, I mean, if we're going to get some shut-eye or we just want to just rest. We should definitely have someone keep watch. Mm. I, I do need sleep. Oh, that you were half-elf. You, you get elf-trance. I still sleep. Oh, okay. Okay. I can stay awake for some I, time. I will certainly keep guard. I'll keep up uh, f- the first four hours and then if someone wants to take over, that'd be great. Okay. So you're splitting up the watch and... Uh, Sleeping through the night on a long rest. A loud whistle means we're in trouble. Big, big trouble. Okay. So you set watches. And why don't you guys roll some perception? Everyone or just the people on watch? Um, Just the people on the... My, well, everyone. You can roll My first roll is a 23. 23. I, I have a 25. Second one was a natural 20, so that's a 25 as well. Okay. Apparently, I was much t- more tired than I thought. Uh, there was a five. Five. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. So um, some of you uh, obviously stayed awake and did your job. Others maybe were a little dozy during their watch, but uh, nothing happens. You hear the sounds of uh, running water, um, maybe some, you know, skittering of, you know, small, small creatures, you know, uh, out in the shadows, maybe you know, mice or rats or something that would uh, inhabit um, this place, but, uh, but nothing big. Nothing Bjorn to worry and I about. really got to enjoy the scampering of little feet. I mean, that that was a nice evening for us. Reminded me of that rat stew I had back at uh, at the orphanage. Rat stew. Oh yeah. Oh god. Local rat though. Really? Locally oh, sourced. No. <laughs> yeah. I've cooked the rat or two. Mm. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys uh, successfully got through what you think was the night, and uh, eight hours later, you feel uh, rested. All your hit points are back. If you were down any, I was. And uh, those of you that needed to get spells back, you got those back. I feel much better. Yeah. That was a good sleep. Yeah. Good good idea. Um so how how far do you think you went before you decided to sleep? I mean hour wise. Probably a, just a couple tops. Maybe three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. That I feel good. like it's three. Three. Three hours of climbing is pretty strenuous. Yeah, yeah, it would done. be. Yeah. Um you know, I actually did some research on uh like they have races going up to Empire State Building and the Willis Tower in Chicago, and people can do that in like 20 minutes. Wow. Which is crazy, mm-hmm. but that's totally out of game. Uh, and here we are. You're uh, climbed for three hours, so you probably saw th- went through three of these levels, um, and they all looked very similar, like I mentioned earlier. Um, and so you're going to carry on, I'm guessing? Pack up your stuff yes. and yep. Yep. move forward. So you continue to go. And uh, again, more more stairs, more climbing, uh, similar levels, uh, more signs of habitation here and there, um, you know, more campfires, things like that. Kosho, uh, how, how 
much farther do you think this is? It's difficult to say. It's hard to judge how far we have climbed. If we're getting to the top of this mountain, it may be half a day yet. Oof. Could be. Could be right. I thought you might know. Being a townie and all? Uh, my apologies. I actually am not terribly experienced at climbing darkened stairwells through a mountain. <laughs> That's a good point. Next time we get to a level, how large is this level, just by dimension-wise, these levels? Oh, um, I don't know. It's probably um, like a 100 by 200. And all, are all of them have the archway with the boulders or just that first one we saw? Um. All of them have had the same sort of mechanism in place. And that feeds into your original theory that uh, if someone were to gain entry at the base of the mountain, uh, people inside could continue to retreat. They'd probably bar those large doors uh, that barred your way so successfully before the kobolds opened them for you and uh, go up to the next level set off the the uh, rock fall, sure. seal off that entrance, and they'd have to sort through that mess before they could gain entry. And by that time, they might be several several more levels up up in the mountain. And when I was poking around that one level, I didn't see any doors or any kind of entrances or exits around the large area. Uh, no, uh, not, you know, there are side rooms. Um like uh just like like the first one okay yeah but uh i'll just assume that you guys sort of poked around investigated in those as you went by just kind of quickly uh, making sure there was nothing of importance there or any enemies lurking in there it's pretty quiet in here it is pretty quiet but these footprints are pretty fresh well it's uh more little traces of mud maybe um but more disturbed dust at this point Um, As we're going up this morning, do we find more recent campsites? Um, not any more recent, really. But, uh, you know, probably about the same, you know, as far as you can tell, uh, as the one that you stopped at. Okay. But they were, like, quickly made campfires, right? They weren't, like, this is a guard spot. This is where someone would sit and, and man this area. Uh, correct. Okay. All right. So next level. Carrying on. Yeah, God, your thighs are gonna just be like oh, they're already ripped. Are. Yeah. I'm um, the Kosho's back is looking very tempting <laughs> right now. <laughs> um so you guys uh uh keep going up and let's say you know you uh, uh continue on, you're going level after level. Um you finally get to what you think. you it's maybe you know, maybe noon, you're guessing. Um, from when you set off that morning. Uh, so you've been going for four hours and uh, you're just getting to another level. Um, same sort of setup. Um, you know, the the trap is still above the door. You uh, walk in, um, but as you look forward, uh, you see that the double doors um, before you get to the uh, next level and to the stairs um, are shut this time and you can roll perception if you'd like say 24 24 it's pretty good i'm really not feeling aware today i rolled a one. Oh man so that's gonna be a four i'm just, at a 20 i also good. rolled a one. Oh wow <laughs> that's that's crazy get it out of the way yeah do it now um so as you walk in uh, maybe Bjorn is uh, paying the most attention. Um, you get to the level that you see on your map. Okay. And up ahead, you see these doors are shut, which hasn't been the case on any of the levels except for the first level, uh, the one that you entered. So that's odd. That stands out. And you're suddenly alert. And you think for a second, Bjorn that you saw like light, you know, it's dark down there, but Mm -hmm. you thought you saw a little bit of light coming from underneath the door or through the cracks of the door. Um, 
And so if now, if someone was to pop their ear next to it, would they be able to hear anything? Or are they very thick? Um, you might be able to hear something, but you're at the entrance now. Okay. So you'd have to. Oh, okay. Move across the open space if you wanted to, but you definitely thought you saw some light or think you see some light. So you can do what you want. So you're signaling gonna, to people. Well, I'm going to then <laughs> in there. That translated really well. Well, well then in popped in their head, I'm going to go to Elrond because he's heard me before. Mm-hmm. Hey, I see some some movement underneath. Do you see the light underneath the door? And I, that's that's just translated. I'm not saying it out loud. And then I'll go to everybody and just say, uh, if you haven't figured it by now, I'm I'm going to use telepathy to tell you something, and then tell each one of them what I saw. Okay. So Alaron, since you rolled pretty high too, you do think you see a light up ahead. Okay. I'm going to motion uh, for everyone to move slowly and uh thank you for explaining that rather than actually oh, just sure. motioning <laughs> I, w- I was gesticulating at the same time but you know okay i'll wipe the sweat from my brow and draw my sword and quietly stealth off to the side of the room okay so uh anybody who's going to try to be quiet why don't you roll uh, stealth Okay, 21. 18. Wow. That is a 20. 18. Wow. Wow. Okay. So you guys are doing really well. Um, Hilo blesses us. Yes. Uh, so you successfully kind of spread out or whatever you're going to do and approach this uh, doorway. Um, very cat-like. Not even the skittering of the rats that you heard last night. It's just silence and you move forward and get closer to the door and you can move up on the map if you'd like so we're for, we're through this area then uh you can go up to the the doorway you know there's steps up ahead that lead to kind of a a second level in this room and uh you can approach that i'm, I'm actually going to stay um, an extra space behind everybody and kind of let the guides go forward. Okay. And so are those doors, those doors looks on the sides of the room too? Uh, there are doors on the side of the room, but that's not where you've seen and heard things. It's at the big double doors at the end of the room. I'm going to motion for us to investigate for any sort of traps. Okay. Um, so if you want to roll so three for that. of us should be looking. Show perception. Yeah. 23 for me. It's a 19 for me. 19. Wow. Yeah. You guys are on a roll. Yeah. Um, so you don't see anything there. There doesn't appear to be any traps. I see blood on the ground. Well, yeah. Stuff happens. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to, it's a, only a couple steps away from me here. I'm just going to go over there and, and kind of investigate okay so uh you can move your move your uh, token over there and take a look at what's going on in that side chamber if you want uh, well, just uh, with the blood that's in the main room here I see oh okay drag blood there yeah it appears to be some some blood um uh there also appears to be a little uh like one, one of these uh braziers seems to be one of the ones that was used more recently okay Kind is of a this fresh or uh, not fresh? No. Okay. So instead of moving up the center of this room, I'd like to come around the sides. Yeah, I'd go yeah. to I the, think the right. Two of us will split. Okay. And kind of move up the wall. Do you want to go with Kusho and then you want to come on the left, or do you? I'll take the left. Okay. He can take the right, but we should both be yeah, creeping up around the sides. Like that? Follow Kusho. Okay. Okay. So you guys are spreading out on either side of the room, approaching the stairway, and at the top of this short flight of stairs is the pair of double doors where you saw the light um, all the way up to the top yep you can go all the way up there if you want or hang back um, and now when you're this close uh, you definitely um, 
all of you can see some kind of flickering light on the other side. Um, and uh, you can sort of hear what sounds like muffled voices. Oh, dear. Okay. So I guess I would like to creep all the way up to the door. Me too. On the side of the door or right up to the door? Mm-hmm. So there's these stairs that lead up to the door. Like yeah. how high is that? If I was standing to the right of the stairs, how much lower from the door would I be? I would say it's probably about 10 feet. Oh, 10 feet. Well, okay. then, yeah, I would go gent- carefully up the stairs to the but door. But again, I'm, I'm going to motion to investigate the stairs before you go stepping on them. I'm going to get behind them and just have my bow ready. Okay. So uh, I'll acknowledge what he said and try to look for some traps. Okay. Um, I'll look with you. Thank you because I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I only got a 12 this time. I was, I, I only have 11. Okay. So you, nothing happens and you don't see anything. But as you approach the door, you definitely hear the sounds of what it sounds like someone's angry on the other side. You can kind of hear, you know, muffled, uh, angry voices. Um, and if you were to get close to the door, you might hear, you might be able to make out a few words. It sounds like somebody's uh, yelling at people to, you know, get up, get moving, let's go. So it's common. Yep. Okay. Yep. You recognize it, understand it. How many voice? I mean, I'm not up by the door, so. Right. Um, I mean, that's a good point. Do we have a sense of the size of this group? Um, you don't. You just hear the. Uh, you hear some kind of uh, quieter, uh, you know, uh, muffled rumbling, um, but you can't tell how many other people might be there. But there's one voice that you know is louder and seems angry and is kind of uh, urging everyone to get up, get moving, let's go. It's common, you said, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't know if it's human. You do not, no. Um, would you say something, if a human was my favorite enemy, I'd probably be able to, because I can, you know, I can learn, basically I, I know their language, but I can actually, I get advantages on, their, on, on tracking them. So kind of knowing even how many are in a group. Or I don't know if I would know that they're humans based upon their voice, though. Well, I don't hear anything just besides the muscle muffled voicing at this point. Right. You're not close enough to really uh, make that distinction. If you wanted to get closer, I would let you roll for at it. At first, I'm going to just, you know, just say to him mentally, mentally, let's excuse that. You know, what, you know, what do you, is it safe or what do you hear? How many? I'm going to hold my hand up to signified for you to hold and not approach okay i'll hold okay so so i'm gonna turn and whisper to alaron do you think we should let them pass i'll nod my head yes okay so um you guys uh you hear them it sounds like you know there's there's more general grumbling inside but still the one voice just kind of uh urging people on. Um, But uh, what are you going to do? Stand on the doorway there or? No, I think I'm going to move down and uh, hide in the shadows. Okay. So Alaron's moving down like on the side of the stairway. I, mm, no, I think it'd be make more sense for us to go to uh, one of the side Side doors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have no way to know if they're going to come in our direction or if they're going up. Correct. You have no clue at this point. You know that the someone is trying to roust some unknown number of others up and get them moving somewhere. That's what you know. So we'll... If this is a table here, I'm pretty small and I have pretty stealthy. I could always hide here and let you guys, if you're on the other side of the door... Let you know what I see. I can I can tell you if you guys look around that um, the stairway is high enough 
and you could hide on either side of the stairway in the corner there, and it's shadowed enough that probably no one's going to Ooh, I like that. notice you. Okay. Or the doorways would be another option. No, right up or, close to the stairs. Right there. Uh, the table is kind of high, so I don't know if that would... It'd be under the table. Yeah. But they'd be walking right by it. They'd... Yep. From that distance, oh, I think I see they'd what you're saying. just see a little guy. So you're saying like something like that? Yes, perfect. Would you want to get up there closer to it since you're more of a melee and I can step sit back a little bit? Yeah, I guess I'd, I'd like to be able to listen still, sure. so I will How's that? Yeah, get up and in the corner. And then the how about stairs. both of us? You want to tuck back into just one of these... Or into these doorways, and now or do you want to hide up there. You can see that the there are fountains, and those fountains on either side, yeah. um, those are raised off the ground, so those would also provide some cover if you wanted to uh, cower behind them. Sorry. Oh. All right. Are you okay? I'm okay with that. I'm worried. I've got this goat. <laughs> you never know when the goat's going to go know. off. Not for much longer. Okay. So, you guys are in place, and you rolled exceptionally well, uh, stealth-wise, and you are now hidden in the shadows. Um, and uh, the two of you, Aleron and Cull Show, you can still hear, you know, an angry voice on the other side. Um, but then you hear something else. You hear the sound of, like, wood scraping on wood, and uh, then you hear the doors start to open. And out of there, you see this procession of uh, looks to be um, everyone that you can see appears to be a human, uh, appear to be a you know kind of a rough looking bunch, almost look like you know uh, bandits, um, but uh, they have with them. Um, somebody who was wearing orange-colored robes, kind of a rust-colored uh, outfit. And uh, that's the one that seems to be barking the orders. And all of them appear to be carrying, all of the you know rough-looking uh, guys appear to be carrying large sacks. And they look like oil cloth or something, but some bundle across their back. Um, very large, looks really heavy, and they seem to be struggling and grumbling, and they continue to walk down the stairs, and they do not notice you. But they have these large bundles, and this guy in the rust-colored robes, he is, uh, he's still, like, you know, yelling at him, you know, we got to keep moving we can't stop and rest every five minutes you know and um you know and they just uh start to march past you on the stairway here so the rough guys how like how are they dressed as far as equipment uh armor um armor looks very light um leather at most um but they look uh you know they're scruffy looking um uh not dressed like you know commoners or townspeople or anything um definitely have some kind of armor on um rough cloaks um mostly dark uh clothing and and cloaks and uh but these you know the thing that stands out are these large bags you know they appear to have uh swords of some kind but all of their efforts are really uh into holding these um these sacks that large bundles of something across their backs. Is the room lit or are we just getting from their torches they're carrying or from the light that was in the room? Um, they have some kind of light source. You haven't determined what it is. It doesn't appear to be a torch, but uh, the uh, robed figure is the one that uh, seems to be emanating the light. And they, so there's no insignias or anything like that? Uh, not that you can see. Okay. So they don't look like soldiers. Not really. A boy band? It could be a boy band. Okay. Yeah. In sync, maybe? I don't know. So given our positioning, I guess I really can't communicate with Eleron. 
No, we can't see each other at all. I, I'm going to say it or mentally say to Alaron, waiting for your move. Okay. I'm going to look over at you and shake my head no. I'm going to let them go, yeah, just uh, maybe another five feet. Okay. Since so he they're... says no, I'm going to mentally say to Coleshaw, waiting for your move. <laughs> oh. Oh, and man. Uh, once it looks like they're kind of lined up what i want to do very quickly is lunge out of the shadows and try to run that <sighs> uh robed guy through okay oh the robed guy the okay. robed guy well that just ruins all my plans then um sure so you can do that you want them to you're just going to let them pass another five feet? No, I'm thinking like about right where they're at. Okay. If I can do, I mean, if I can try to be stealthy so that I can literally just rush up, rush up in silence and just try to just. Okay. Uh, roll, roll the stealth again. That is going to be a 20. This is why 20. you should not hang out with a barbarian. Yeah. So I'm keeping an eye. I'm waiting for his move. Okay. So, you know, my bow is slightly getting a little bit tighter. And you've communicated with him mentally. Yep. Okay, so 20 is pretty good. And I'll tell you, they are pretty preoccupied with these uh, bundles. Um, you know, they, they seem to be struggling. Um, and so you're able to rush right up and uh, no one notices you. You're like a shadow. Surprise, attack. Nice. Surprise attack. So, yeah, we can uh, roll initiative if you want. Well, they actually did pretty well. Too bad. Okay. Let's see. Alaron, let's start with you. That's a 19. 19. Thora, what did you get? 13. 13. Okay. And that is exactly what they've got. Call show. What did you get? 20. Man, you're rolling crazy today. Bjorn. Quick draw McGraw gets a 23. 23. Nice. So are you guys able to see the order? Yes. Does it look correct? So is there? do I get a surprise round? Yes, this is a surprise round. These guys are very preoccupied, um, and you were stealthy, and, uh, you know, you get the, the feeling that they've been marching up and down, you know, this mountain for... Who knows how long and they've never run across anybody and all of a sudden some crazy half-dressed dude comes running out of the shadows i mean that's gonna cause there a... you wanna nice so do i get advantage on the attack yes uh yeah let's go culture that is going to be a 20. uh that is a hit four and damage. Oh my gosh. So you uh, come flying out of the shadows and this guy's still barking orders at everyone and they're grumbling and you know and you can hear them and you get right in there and no one even notices and you just run this guy through and Perfect. right in mid-sentence he just like lets out a yelp and then he drops dead. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> All right. So he goes down and uh, the other guys, you know, obviously notice something's going on, but they're still like, you know, well, carrying I, bags. Then and, I roar. Well, yeah. Prepare for a lot of gratitude. I mean, you know, no one likes their boss yelling at them. I think so too. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a lot time. of thanks. A lot of pats <laughs> on your back. Okay. So. Uh, and I would like to, as a bonus action, after I've done that rage yay so just this feral roar my face twists and contorts and hopefully intimidates them a little bit you should also to know that you can a bonus action you can do any time of your turn so you can rage then attack too if you like well it's always something to i didn't it didn't make sense for me to silently rage i feel like it's a bit more (laughs) visceral that's what i do that's why i went into hit him first and then and then band it's the Minnesota way, right? Passive aggressive rage. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm going to start in uh, uh, initiative order now, uh, but you let off that attack. So let's go to Bjorn. And what are you doing in I've your surprise? I've got my bow ready and we're, I'm going to shoot. Okay. Which one are you shooting at? Uh, I'm going to go back. I see him attacking that. So I'm just going to go to the guy right next to him, to his okay. um, closest to the stair. 
So that is a 17 to hit on the guard. Uh, that will do it. All right. And that's eight points of damage. Eight points. So you see him kind of, you know, uh, turn his head slightly. And then he takes an arrow like right in the armpit. And, and now he's really, really surprised um, and really, really hurt. Um, so we'll go to uh, Aileron next. Okay. In fifth edition, is sighing a free action? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to sigh. And then I'm going to uh, invoke my blessed spell and say, Elo, protect us with your shadows for just a little longer. Okay. So, so we all get... Uh, so I'm going to bless three creatures. That would be everyone but Thora. It'd be me, Bjorn, and Show. Okay. So you are all now blessed. And, uh, that means so, we can roll a D4. Yep. You add a D4 to your attack rolls or uh, saving throws. Nice. Um, so that's your turn. And I'm going to go them but they are surprised and thora uh so thora will take a step diagonally yep and then um we'll just we'll yell out stop and gesture at the guy in the column in front of Cole show. Cole show but at the very front of the column oh okay uh, 17. That is a hit. All right. So that is the um, Eldritch Blast at them. And what is that? 1d10? Um, it, yeah, it's 1d10. It's mean. It's, yeah, it's a bad. lot of damage. Nice. Eight. Eight. Wow. So he's carrying a heavy load and he's probably the last one to realize something's going on and he just gets slammed in the in the side by this eldritch blast and staggers a little bit and he looks uh pretty hurt like maybe you shattered a rib or something with that blast of force um so we are back to bjorn all right another arrow same guy it's gonna be a 20 to hit wow you guys are going to chew through them. Nine points of damage. <laughs> nine points. So he just took an arrow kind of in the armpit. He starts to turn towards you and takes another one right in the chest, and he just drops. Um, and this bag falls next to him with a heavy thud, um, and he is down. And we'll go to Cull Show. And I totally forgot to add my D4. So. Oh, yeah. no worries. Gosh. And I will just slash at the one directly below me there okay that'll be a 20 oh 27 to hit gosh yeah uh, minimum damage though so three damage three damage i don't add that bonus to damage oh um, actually but i get my rage to damage oh, yeah. so uh, five two. damage five okay change that to five so uh you uh you know manage to turn after you uh run the robed guy through uh, slam your sword into this guy's back um, and you feel it connect and he is he's hurt now too um, so it is is there any chance you could put the little dead sign on your guys there oh yeah certainly um, all of them basically pretty soon here so. uh, yeah <laughs> it's looking that way that is going pretty quickly and uh you know, but they were preoccupied and totally unaware of anyone that anyone would be here. So uh, that was Call Show. Alaron, your turn again. Okay. Well, from here, I think I'm going to call the shadows to bite the one uh, farthest from me in the front of that column there. Okay. So he gets a dexterity save. Uh. Be a 16. I think that makes it, unfortunately. So does he take any damage? Mm, nope. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. Okay, so shadows kind of rise up around him, but he, you know, shakes it off and he's uh, 
fully alert now and manages to drop his uh, bag that makes another dull thud on the, the stone floor. And it's now their turn. And they actually get to go now. Um, so the person that Cull Show just stabbed in the back is going to turn and try to attack him, pay him back for that. And that would be an 18, which does not it does not hit. hit. Uh, and um, the guy in the front here, I think, is going to um, try to move out of the way. Uh, he drops his sack as well. Does that sound bad? Dropping your sack. Um, this guy's moving back to get Cull Show. Um, and he's going to attack. Uh, and that doesn't hit either. Um, so that's their turn. Thora? Uh, Thora will attack this same um, individual that she attacked last time. Uh, so the sweeping hand and the stop. Eldritch Blast. 14. That hits. All right. And that is six damage. Six. So you see him rush up and take a swipe at Cull Show with what appears to be some kind of curved uh, sword. And um, he misses horribly. And uh, when he's kind of off balance, he takes another blast from you. And you hear more kind of like uh, damage, like ribs breaking. And he just like drops like a like a sack of books that well i now i gave it away but he um <laughs> he he drops like uh like the bag that he just dropped like a meat sack meat sack um so Which is what he is and he is down too and i will mark him as dead and it is now bjornstern the guy who dropped his sack on purpose gave me a nice target right there that will be a 15 to hit. Yep. I'm sorry. I get the D4 here. 18 to hit. Forget my D4. All right. Let's do 11 points of damage. God. Nice. So he peels away from the rest of the group, trying to gauge what's going on. You guys are still kind of hidden in the corners, uh, Bjorn and Aleron. Um, and so he's takes a split second to try to decide what he's going to do. And he takes an arrow that just takes him right through the throat and he drops. And he is also dead. And these guys are very underpowered for the likes of you. Whoops. Gave him two marks there. That's how bad he was. Um, so he's dead. And we are back to Cull Show. The I guy who started to, the whole thing. I'll try to finish the last guy off. Oh, that's not going to be... Uh, that is only going to be a 12 to hit. And that is exactly what you need. Oh, nice. Wow. Just finish this. Four, finish. 12 damage. Four, 12 damage. So uh, he's standing there for a brief second. He feels like he has help, and you just slash him right through the shoulder blade and kind of cleave him so his uh, shoulder hangs there limply and he looks at you and uh, falls backwards and on the ground dead. So as soon as he falls, I want to go bounding up the stairs just to see if there's anybody left in that room. That's a good idea. So you can go in. The doors are open but you'll have to move your token into the room before you can see yeah so i mean that looks like that's 30 feet so i'm just going in and i'll kind of roar again and looking around for anybody else okay um you don't see anyone else there uh you see signs of a recent uh, uh campfire um looks like they were camped there for some amount of time uh, maybe stopped for a meal but uh, they stopped long enough to feel like they needed to light a fire um and that is still kind of smoldering in one of the braziers 
uh, by the stairs. Okay. Well, everybody wants to know, I'm going to go check out what's in the sack. It can't be books. No. Right? It can't be books. That would be boring. Right? Yes. Who wants to read? I mean, it's summer. Nobody wants to So I'm going to go read. over to the guy that I killed last, and I'm going to see what items that he may have on him in the bag. Okay. So you uh, you go, and you see that these bags are very uh, heavily wrapped um, in oil cloth, uh, probably to protect them from you know, water damage and things like that. So you unwrap it. It's tied, you know, several layers of cloth. And when you open it up, surprise, it's books. Surprise, it's a book. Books. (laughs) So uh, you can unwrap all of the bundles and you'll see that it's actually copies of the same book. Um, These Jehovah Witnesses or something? Yeah. Door door guys? Yeah. The Dianetics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Hubbard. What about on the actual person? Is there any thing well, that I, I want to? Yeah. What is this book? Okay. So you want to take some time to look at this book? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, do you going to stay in the shadows I'm, where you belong? I'm. I'm going to go through their pockets. Yeah. Okay. I kind of want to see what goodies yeah, are on. I'll go check through their gear also. Okay. So you guys do manage to find on them uh, approximately twenty five gold. Um. And you can split that any way you want. Uh, you also find on 100% the me, zero percent you, <laughs> on the robed, the rust robed uh, gentleman that you took out and right away, uh, you find a large set of keys, a key ring with multiple keys on it, and a globe that appears to be made out of glass. Um. And uh, looks looks kind of interesting. Um, and you are looking at the books, correct? Yeah. Yes, I'm looking at the books. So basically six gold each, and then if you want the extra gold, if everybody the extra oh, gold no. to go to Ilo. Extra gold? I, I didn't see mm-hmm. that in there. If okay. you think you're the only one who's quick-handed, there, guy. Okay, so he's mistaken. You're looking at books. You don't even know. You don't even, even know. read. I'm just looking at them. <laughs> Um, languages is in uh it is in common and uh it's a book and the author is someone named uh winchell torvis and uh in this book if you spend some minutes studying it uh there's a lot of uh racist sort of uh theories in there um talking about how um inferior elves and uh, halflings and gnomes are and how Ashmore has suffered for too long, you know, with these lesser races um, getting too much of their gold and their wealth. And, you know, a lot of complaints about the gnomes um, who, uh, you know, uh, or should know, run most of the trade. I mean, they run caravan routes throughout the kingdom and control, you know, most of the trade from town to town. And they have the uh, a charter with the uh, royal family to provide this service. And they do a very good job of it. Very efficient. They don't make a huge amount of money doing it. Uh, they're just kind of uh, something for them that they've taken on. And, uh, you know, no one else can seem to really get a foothold in that business because they're just so darn efficient at it. And, um, you know, a lot of complaints in this book about that. Um, and also a, a huge section about the royal family itself, uh, because they're not uh, pure-blooded. Uh, they're not humans completely. Uh, long, long ago, when the Thurin uh, royal line started, um, the Thurins uh, married uh, in uh, elves. And so uh, they had some, some of the first kings of Ashmore were uh, kings and queens of Ashmore were half elves. Is this something that's known throughout or is this? Yeah. Yeah. It's part of the, the common history. Yeah. Sure. That you would you would probably know. So is Thora kind of just skimming and giving quick. Uh, if she wants to. I mean, I'm just we're not all sitting around reading. So she was the one that was kind of combing mm-hmm. through right. this I'm book reading. while we were doing looting. Yeah, she can let you know what, what she's finding. The fun finding. stuff. Um, and so she, you know, it's it's very kind of uh, 
uh, seems very contrary to uh, especially what Thora knows about Ashmore. You know, that it's very open and accepting and very progressive as far as uh, racial relations go. And yes, you know, this is terrible stuff. What do I need to roll for an eye roll? Was it perception <laughs> you can, you can or it, do it? Yeah. So it sounds like Persuasion. fuel for a fire. We should yes. burn this trash. Yeah, very good fuel. Um, but you do notice there's there's one section, um, you know, after it talks about how the the royal family is is not not pure blooded uh, human, um, you know, even though it's been centuries and centuries, you know, before last time they intermarried with elves, um, you know, that they they actually propose this Wenchel Torvis proposes that uh, there are families noble families that are pure-blooded that he's done the research and one of those families that that comes to the top over and over again is the scornsby family and um that is uh um the kind of the last thing you find in the in the book that's of interest how many books total uh there were uh what let's see four bundles of books and i would say there were probably 40 books in each bundle so what are their intentions here i mean this seems like they want to try to get this out these are nice sacks i think the sacks we should keep but uh <laughs> I, I, mean, I have a technology question are these handwritten or are they printed uh they are hand they appear to be handwritten i, I don't know if there is there a printing press so so oh, in this world, by monks, I'm guessing. Uh, you know, maybe maybe gnomes have a printing press, or someone does. Yeah. Uh, but these these definitely appear to be handwritten. There's an artificer somewhere we would made a printing press. Yeah, well, it just means that someone up up above yeah. us is yeah. scribing these things. A lot of time right. on this. Yeah. So, yeah. Who are they getting these to? You know. Perhaps yeah. we should keep one for evidence and burn the rest. Yes. Okay. So are you going to build a big bonfire and set these puppies ablaze? Well, there's like huh? a, fl- isn't there a, we got uh, the forge, the forge over there. They can, they can oh, yeah. Stoke something there. Okay. And I can still create bonfire. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. Like you guys uh, fill the forge with uh, these books, 160 books approximately um, by a man named Winchell Torvis. Now, is that going to send smoke up to possible anything that's above us? I'm not concerned. If there's a forge, there's probably some ventilation. It's probably fine. I'm just saying so no one, you know, would pick up through the We might also want to think about the bodies. Mm-hmm. Think about the we bodies. We can drag them off to one of these side chambers. Okay. So these are nice oilcloth sacks. Mm-hmm. There's four of them, four of us. Yeah. Convenient. Um, so the books are burning. Uh, you guys each have a nice... Uh, Oil cloth sack. What um, else? What other gear did they have? Uh, they had the the keys that I mentioned, um, the glass globe that the acolyte uh, guy, the robed person, was holding, and um, then there were some uh, leather uh, armor. Uh, looks like mostly uh, bits and pieces of odd, uh, uh, you know, leather. Uh, chest pieces and uh, some of them had uh, shoulder pieces and yeah I wouldn't uh, be stripping their armor like uh, mostly like their weapons any provisions Uh, uh, they do have some provisions uh, mostly uh, dried meat uh, some bread and some very small kind of uh, uh, not quite rotten but close to it apples so translate that into like Days worth of food. Uh, it looks like it's probably uh, they had enough food for uh, five days. For five people. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I will just yeah collect I'll, that into the sack. I'll restock my rations. Sure. Yeah. Why not? They're not going to use it. So the bodies uh, get disposed of, and. You guys have this uh, uh, set of keys, some gold, some bags. And the glass globe. The glass globe. Yeah. I'm assuming Thor might be looking at that. Um, But uh, what weapons did they have? Was there anything worth noting that would... Uh, Some 
simple curved blade scimitars. Just an average scimitar? Average scimitar. Nothing nothing fancy. They look uh, well used. These are just grunts. I will take anyway. one of the scimitars. Okay. You can take one of the scimitars. The rest you're leaving. Maybe. Hmm. I think I'll grab a scimitar. It's a it's a finesse weapon for me. Okay. So you got two scimitars. Thor, I would like to look at the globe, though. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll? See if you can tell what it is, what it might be. What would that? What is that? Arcana? Is that? Uh, I don't think we have Arcana. For or what? Do we? It's on my sheet. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. on your sheet. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking Pathfinder again. So, um, yeah, roll. Twelve. Uh, yeah, it. Uh, you think it might be the source of the light that they had, um, and uh, you think if you fiddled with it for a little while that you might learn more about it. Like you can tell it's magical, uh, obviously, and uh, but that's about all you know. You might have to take a short rest to really study it uh, more thoroughly. All right. Well, I will slip that into my bag then okay. for later examination. That sounds great. And uh, that now that you have this uh, this weird book, you kept one of them, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. And uh, you just tore through these these poor poor laborers that were just, you know, hiking their way down, carrying these books to their local uh, B. Daltons and uh, laborers with scimitars. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They're uh, guilty by association. Must be a rough neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's where we'll end it what? for this session. Uh, yeah, sorry guys. There's more to come. Yeah, definitely a lot more to come. So thank you, and we'll see you uh, next week. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, by the way. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed our game. Look for us again next week or check us out online at DungeonPatrol.com. You can also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram.